0: time it is when you hear that siren it's time for Frank's power play take it away Frank
1: all right and uh since I was last on here we had quite a few trades that ended up going down um, during the time of the polar vortex the Toronto Maple Burr. Leafs acquired defenseman Jake Muzzin from the LA Kings for Carl Grunstrom, Sean Derzy, and the 2019 first round pick Definitely helps uh, bolster the Leafs' blue line court. Takes a lot of the pressure off of Morgan Riley. playing for them. And so that'll help the Leafs. Small move. The Devils and Wild Swap defenseman New Jersey acquires defenseman Ryan Murphy, and they send to Minnesota Michael Kapla. Then on uh, February 1st, we had a pretty big one go down that involved David, the man of God, Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins Ooh. as they and Derek Brassard, whom they acquired at the deadline last year and Riley Shane, a 2019 second round pick, a 2019 fourth round and two 2019 fourth round picks to the Florida Panthers for forward Nick Bu- forwards Nick Bugstad and Jared McCann. <laughs> Jimmy Rutherford strikes again. Really all you can say. Guy has just been a, probably one of the better deadline GMs. A couple others that went down. The Nashville Predators add some depth down the middle by acquiring Brian Boyle from the New Jersey Devils for a 2019 second-round pick. The Predators... David Boyle wasn't done yet, as he acquired depth forward Cody McLeod from the New York Rangers for a 2027th round pick, and the Arizona and the but he also wasn't done again, as he ended up sending depth forward Emil Pedersen for forward Adam Haluqua and for Lauren Duffin, and from the Coyotes. And then this trade just broke about 15 minutes ago. Oh, the when is the trade deadline? Trade deadline is February 25th. Why? Is, okay, it's
0: later than the NBA trade deadline.
1: Yeah, well, the, it used to be they'd be pretty close together. Now they move the NBA trade deadline before the NBA All Star game. But this one just broke about 15 minutes ago. Montreal Canadiens end up sending defenseman David Schlemko and forward... Byron Fries to the Philadelphia Flyers for forward Dale Weiss, who is back in Montreal, and defenseman Christian Foleen. And so that's all that's gone down so far. And as for who could be on the move next, we'll take a look at the TSN trade bait board board, Artemi Panarin of the Columbus Blue Jackets, currently at the top of the board, set to become an unrestricted free agent after this season. It is worth noting that he did change agents. He was represented by Dan Milstein, and now that's no longer the case. He has the same agent as, I believe, uh, teammate Sergei Bobrovsky, so I don't know if that's going to change anything or not. Uh, a few other, here's the rest of the top ten as of this moment Matt Duchesne second he had been hovering near the top he's set to become a free agent I'm sure he wants to get the hell out of Ottawa Wayne Simmons of the Flyers there had been some contract negotiations going on between both parties but those have stalled out don't be surprised if he gets moved the Winnipeg Jets first round pick in case uh, Kevin Cheveldayoff looks to buy and get his team ready for a playoff run that might be in play Also watch for Mark Stone of Ottawa to get moved. He's a pending free agent. Same with Matt Zuccarello of the New York Rangers. There's Dougie Hamilton. Even though he was just traded to Carolina in the offseason, two years left, he's apparently back on the board again. I don't know if Carolina's looking to shake the tree some more. Gus Nyquist of the Red Wings. Still on the board. Board listed as an unrestricted free agent. However, her Ken Holland and the incompetent idiot that he is wants to say, Oh, well, I want, we want to try and make the playoffs next year and I don't want to trade away guys that could could help us next year. Hello, he's supposed to be a free agent. If you think he's that valuable, you can trade him away and then you can sign him in the offseason. You dolt. But then again, why is Ken Holland being crushed to make moves for three years down the road, when he probably won't even be making those decisions, nobody knows. The rest of the top ten, and on the trade bait board, Charlie Coyle, center for the Minnesota Wild, has a year left on his contract, That uh, he could definitely help somebody down the middle, as well as Sergei Bobrovsky. He's set to become an unrestricted free agent on the goaltending market, and uh, Same can be said for Cam Talbot of the Oilers, Jimmy Howard of the Red Wings. So there's plenty of names in play still. Trade deadline, as I said, it'll be on February 25th at 3 o'clock p.m. Oh, man. Probably around that time, I'll be recapping about as much of it as I can. And, and... We'll look at some of the rumors There's on TSN's website Alright Red Wings are trying Things even though Ken Holland Has been posturing that He wants to keep some of their Pending unrestricted free agents They still could Possibly be in play At the deadline I mentioned Jimmy Howard and Gus Nyquist Defenseman Nick Jensen Could net you some cap- draft capital oh as well Other free agents, Nick Cronell, although I don't think he's going to get traded. It might be the end of the line for him. Thomas Vanek is an unrestricted free agent. He could possibly help somebody. Marty Firk and Luke Witkowski are just depth guys. Uh, The uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, currently uh, sitting in third in the Pacific Division, but... Who knows if uh, they end up making, making a move. They apparently, there's a mention ma- that they could go after Wayne Simmons of the Flyers or Zuccarello or maybe even Mark Stone. Who knows, knows what Vegas will do and what George McPhee will do. People out there we will take a look at stat leaders at this point in the season. Nikita Kucherov still leading in points with 81. Followed by Connor McDavid with 80. Patrick Kane, 79. Miko Rantanen, 75. Johnny Gaudreau, 74. Nathan McKinnon, 73. Leon Draisaitl with Braden Point tied with 66. David Postardock and Mitchell Marner rounding out the top 10 with 65. In the goal scoring department, who else... Ovi, baby, Alex Ovechkin still leading in the goals with thirty-seven. It's Ovi, baby. Apparently, he has. Even though he really, I guess he's. The, I guess he wants to go back to back like Drake.
0: <laughs>
1: so he leads with thirty-seven goals. Jeff Skinner, thirty-three. Patrick Kay, thirty-two. Leon Dreisidel thirty-two. John Tavares, thirty-two. McDavid, Point, Postradock, thirty-one. Gaudreau and Gabriel Adeskog round up top 10 with 29. Nikita Kucherov still leading in assists with 59, followed by Blake Wheeler with 54, Rantanen 51. Brent Burns, 50 assists. McDavid 49, Kane 47, Gaudreau 40, McKinnon, Marner, and with 45, Mark Giordano rounds up top 10 with 43. And speaking of Giordano, he currently leads the Plus Bias Department who is plus 29 on the season? Wow. Goaltending, Robin Leonard still leads in goals against average 2.02. 02. Who? And he's second behind Jack Campbell in save percentage. Part of the big reason why the Islanders have been so successful. In the wins and chalice department, who else but The Flower? Mark Andre Fleury has won 29 of his starts this year, and he's got six shutouts. So, pretty good year for him. Some news on the player safety front. Hunt as last week, Ottawa's Zach Smith was fined five thousand dollars for elbowing Penguins Marcus Pedersen, and Nikita Kucherov was fined five thousand dollars. For tripping the Islanders' Scott Mayfield. And yesterday, Flyers' James Van Reemsdyke was fined $5,000 for a high-sticking Alec Martinez. Taking a look at those standings on this February 9th. I mentioned the Islanders being successful thanks to Robin Leonard. Well, they're still first in the Metropolitan Division with 68 Points. Points. two point lead over the reigning champion Washington Capitals who have 66 Columbus Blue Jackets comfortably in third with 63 over in the Atlantic Division and the Tampa Bay Lightning let's just hand them the division crowd already unless they do something so incredulously stupid and choke it away they've got 82 points they're just running off with it followed by the Toronto Maple Leafs who've got 69 points the Montreal Canadiens with 68. Wildcards currently being held by the Boston Bruins, who've got 66. And
0: Dave the Lightning. They run away with it. They got the trucks <laughs> done.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what they've been doing. They've, they've been on their revenge tour. <laughs> and David the man of God says Pittsburgh Penguins holding down the last wild card spot with 63 points. And teams on the outside looking in. The Carolina Hurricanes, only a point out. Buffalo Sabres, four points out. Out. Philadelphia's got 55 points. They're eight out. Uh, things are starting to look dim there. They're also minus 25 in goal differential. Yikes. And even more yikes. The New York Rangers, minus minus twenty-nine in goal differential. Nine points out of a playoff spot. And the... Rest of the East: the Panthers, Red Wings, Devils, and the toxic waste dump known as the Ottawa Senators. You can pretty much say it's the tease. Over in the Western Conference, things getting tight at the top of the Central Division. The Winnipeg Jets leading with seventy-one points. Points over there, followed by the Nashville Predators with seventy points. Then a drop off to the Dallas Stars. Excuse me, Dallas Stars, who have made it to 61 points. Points sitting in third place. The Calgary Flames leading the Pacific Division, 73 points on the season. Actually puts the Flames at first place of the Western Conference, followed by the San Jose Sharks with 71. Vegas, a little bit further back, with 66. Minnesota Wild holding down a wild card spot with 57 points. And looky here, looky here. The St. Louis Blues, who had seemingly been in the pit of misery in the West, they now hold the last wild card spot. Going to be interesting to see if Doug Armstrong, their GM, does anything at the deadline. Right, they just can't shut out the Tampa Bay Lightning by a score of... One to nothing as my music has died here. That's all right. I'll just keep going. The Vancouver Canucks are tied with the Blues for the last wildcard spot, but the Blues hold the tiebreaker. They're 55 points each between the two of them. The Colorado Avalanche have fallen out. 53 points. Tied with the Edmonton Oilers and Derek's Chicago Blackhawks. Two points out of a playoff spot. And then you have the Arizona Coyotes, Anaheim Ducks, four points out. And the Los Angeles Kings, who have seemingly not been able to score in a whorehouse all season, only five points out. The Wild Wild West has just gotten tighter. So who knows what happens here? Nobody's really out of it in the West. It's just uh, the the bottom of the East is just uh, a bucket of vomit. A bucket of vomit. Yeah. So, that's your look at the standings for this Friday. Why did I say Friday? Saturday, February 9th, 2019. I mean, week after the Super Bowl trade deadline, as I mentioned. Monday, February 25th, 3 p.m. Eastern
0: Time. In a couple of weeks. Can you believe we're almost into March? Oh, boy. And then you'll really look at the, the ramming up for the... Uh playoffs for both nba and nhl the uh, year's gone by kind of fast
1: yeah it has
0: uh, <laughs> that any, high school
1: basketball season only got like a few games left too i think
0: two weeks for ohio boys <clears throat> Same this for, is the last week for girls just going off subject they just did their uh tournament bracket drawing last sunday for girls this sunday is for the boys in the state of ohio so it'll be kind of interesting to see that but you're right uh, hockey in high school and college and pro. It's kind of winding down. And I mean, when, when's the playoff starting? Uh, NHL? April? just like the In April, in, yes. Yeah, just like the NBA. So in two months, we're in the playoffs. Uh, any early favorites for Ooh. the Stanley Cup?
1: Well, that's a good question. I mean, you've still got the reigning champs who are near the top of the Metro, but they're behind the Islanders. Tampa, I think I had picked as... My team to win it all this year, and they have just been running over everybody. Even though they got shut out by the Blues on Thursday night, one nothing. Hey Toronto, I wouldn't be surprised to see them in there out of the Western Conference. Winnipeg and Nashville probably are are two of your best bets. Same with the Calgary Flames mm-hmm. and maybe San Jose, but can't keep. I don't think you can keep Vegas out there. I know they were down kind of down had a slow start but they've kind of got rolling along just fine fine who knows but really the bop the bottom of the west is just a log jam right now yeah well anything else before we get on out of here well yep, that'll pretty much do it for my power play on this saturday the ninth day of february in the year of our lord 2019
0: Your power play there for Frank Vashner. Make sure you check us out on our podcast on After Further Review on iTunes or WXUT's After Further Review on SoundCloud. When we return, David was supposed to call in. I'm going to
1: try and get a hold of him
0: again. Yeah, he might be asleep or he's traveling in any, all over the place. But, by the way, though, we will return. We'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. You ready for the Super Bowl talk? You thought it was boring. I actually thought it was yeah, it wasn't too bad, I would say. Um, but hey, you know, it d- depends on who who was actually watching the game. I, I watched a little bit of it, and uh, we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll return. Remember, we're live here on our Facebook page. It looks like Jordan Boland, It says new studio, Jordan. We've been in the studio for a while.
1: Uh, yeah, Jordan, you gotta you gotta watch uh, a little bit more often. But yeah, I'm glad. But I'm glad you like it. With
0: Wicks, you can create a professional... <laughs> I'm glad who Jordan Bolin is. The basketball coach at Dundee. Dundee. Okay, he's not at Ida. He's at Dundee, right? Uh, Did Dundee win, you said? Yes, uh, won by six
1: points over Hudson last night. Okay, nice. Right. And uh, that means that Ida is now on the clock. What do you mean they're on the clock? Oh, they
0: play Ida next, huh? Yes, on Valentine's Day. Where there, there will be no love lost. Actually, that is kind of strange because in Ohio, too, for some odd reason, there's games, boys basketball on Thursday, Valentine's Day.
1: Well, in Michigan, they do Thursday
0: and Friday sometimes. Oh, really? it, oh. dep- it depends.
1: It depends.
0: Oh. I don't know how they decide it. And remember, Frank Vaster went to Ida, so he's pretty much a Benedict Arnold here, going over. Hey, I went to. You eh, I somewhere went somewhere where some. they they sign your paycheck.
1: No, they, they presented me with an opportunity to put my talents to use. Oh, okay. Ida did not do that, right, so, so
0: they're loss. That's that is true. Ida, you are missing out on a great alum, Frank vaster or some people like to say Frank the Tank. Anyway, when we return, talk a little bit about the Super Bowl Snorefest, or just a defensive battle. That and more here on 88.3 WXUT.